Hello and welcome to level 35 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. How are you doing? We're almost at the end of another year. And with that in mind, I just want to announce that I'm going on a little holiday break to enjoy the festivities, to kick back and play some indie games. And that means you won't hear from me ever again until 2020, planning to come back on January 14th. So don't miss me too much, okay? I'm coming back, but I need a little rest. And I hope you have a rest and you have a great holiday and a great new year and all that stuff that people say all the time. But with that out of the way, let's get on with this final show of the year! So it is that time of the year where maybe you don't have any place to go and it's rubbish weather outside, unless you're like me and you're in Florida and it's super warm, but then it's too sunny that you need to stay inside because you have really bad Irish skin. You're probably going to find you're going to be playing a lot more video games over the holiday period. I mean, at least I hope you are because, you know, what? What's the point in having these holidays if we can't kick back and play some good old video games? And that might mean that you're going to be playing a bit more online, perhaps. You're going to be playing over the internet, multiplayer games with people, random people, perhaps. And we know that you can go online and playing games on the internet. There's always this element of toxicity that you can run into, unfortunately. And that's why I'm just going to share a couple of my toxicity tips for the holiday. First tip. I mean, it's not really a tip, but it's more of a statement. And it's, don't let people put you off the games you enjoy. If you enjoy playing something, and you're experiencing hostilities towards you playing that game, where someone's telling you you're not good enough, or that you just shouldn't be playing the game, don't let it register. Because I've had this in the past where I've let toxicity get in the way of my enjoyment for a game. Uh, One of those games is Rocket League, actually, which... I've played since beta, I've put a lot of time into that game and I've always enjoyed playing it. And I went through a period where the community aspect of that game just seemed really toxic that I was finding myself saying that no, I don't want to play this game anymore because of that element. And you know what, sometimes you just have to step away from that because it gets too much. But ultimately I would say if there's something out there that you enjoy and you love playing it, you have some passion for it, don't let anyone tell you that you shouldn't be playing it or you shouldn't be enjoying it because it's not up to them to decide where we get the pleasure of our video games from. So if there's a way to minimize the communication activity, for example in Rocket League you can change the chat to be quick chat only and you can also filter that to be only from your team. If there's a way to minimize that, and it's not always the way because sometimes in games you need to communicate in a way to complete objectives, but if there's a way to minimize certain interactions, and especially if you're experiencing hostility on a regular basis, have a look and see if there's a way to minimize that within your game so you can continue to enjoy the game somewhat. And, you know, you can always go back and remove those filters and see how that's faring, but that's just one of my tips to get started with when you're playing online. Sometimes you may just get into a situation where you're going to have an exchange with somebody or they're going to initiate something with you. And 
My automatic reaction to somebody that is very hostile and offensive is I just have a zero tolerance for that. I don't try and negotiate with them. I don't try and make a point with them. I just report them. I block them and I report them and I move on with my day because you can find yourself sinking down to that level of verbal remarks and you're there to play a game, right? You're there to have fun. You're there to kick back and relax. You're not there to have an argument with somebody and yes, it would be great to be able to get through to people that are maybe being awful on the internet and try and reason with them a lot of times it's just not possible and it's better just for your mental health using the in-game functions to report and move on and hopefully hopefully that person gets action taken against them as deserved and maybe that will be the wake-up call for them to change their ways but don't get your hands dirty with that block report move on to your next game and don't sink yourselves down to those levels and my final little tip for this segment is don't go alone if you don't have to. If you've got a friend or two that enjoy playing a certain game, maybe schedule something with them to meet online at a certain time every week where you can go into these sometimes intimidating environments together. And I know I certainly feel so much better when I have a friend by my side and we're going into an online space where we're playing against other people. I definitely feel my confidence <laughs> grow a lot from being with somebody I know that if something goes wrong, we can talk it out in a rational way that, oh yeah, I did this wrong and I, I didn't mean to do this. And it's like, oh yeah, it feels a lot more safe. And it also feels a lot more productive in a way that if you're trying to play a game, you're trying to get better at a game, playing that with friends who you can work together with to overcome obstacles, definitely in the long term, good for your sanity and just a way to still get an enjoyment out of the game, improve in that game, and doing it with your friends as well. I mean, it's a win-win-win all the way around. So if you're going into the online space this festive season, take care, maybe follow my tips, maybe don't. If you have your own advice for playing games online, I'd love to hear. Always open to suggestions, and I think it's never going to be a quick and easy fix, but I hope that you find these tips useful and like I said if you have your own feel free to share it's trivia time so I was talking about online toxicity naughty or nice going with the whole festive period here and at this time of the year we usually get gifts and maybe you get a console a new console to play on that leads me to this question as of December 2019 what is the best-selling video game console ever? The answer is the PlayStation 2 with over 155 million units sold worldwide. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Have you noticed how many games we've got that feature a battle royale element? I mean, it was inevitable, right? With the rise of games like Fortnite, like PUBG, Apex Legends now, that we were going to see an increase in the battle royale modes within certain video games. And the latest game to implement this mode is Forza Horizon 4. And it's introducing a battle royale mode known as the Eliminator, and it's going to be a free mode where 72 cars compete 
to be the last one standing, or the first one finishing. The reason why I just decided to talk about Battle Royale games because, I mean, it's a fairly mainstream, popular element to the video game industry right now, and, and I think for the foreseeable future that's something we're gonna continue to see, but it's always fascinating as a gamer to look at something that's really popular and then look at how other video game companies and developers are taking that idea and trying to evolve it, and especially where, for example, Battle Royales primarily existed in FPS games and seeing this transition into other games. For example, Tetris 99 that came out in February of 2019 this year was a real surprise, was just like, oh my goodness, we're doing Battle Royale in Tetris. It kind of came out of nowhere and it was instantly accepted and it's actually a really popular game on the Nintendo Switch. And then you've got the likes of Civilization 6, which has recently implemented its Red Death mode, and that's a turn-based strategy game that's implementing elements of the Battle Royale genre within its space. And I have to say, I did play a little bit of Red Death, and I died within the first couple of turns, and I never went back. But yeah, I mean, we're seeing existing games like Battlefield, Planetside, even Fallout, implementing this game mode now, and I just like to observe from the sides and just see how these modes are getting implemented into various games, mainly more popular games. There are indie games out there as well, implementing similar methods. It's funny to think how potentially a Minecraft plugin back in 2012, which was called Hunger Game, inspired a wave of these games in the future. And it, it, took, a, it took a while for this formula to work, and I think that it's one thing saying that it's easy just to throw a battle royale mode into a game and it will work because I think we've seen that that's not the case. There's a lot of games trying to do this and there's only a certain amount of games that seem to be holding their own in that space. But I have to say it's probably a genre that I'm not that into. I've, I've tried to play the likes of Fortnite and Apex Legends and you know what? It just doesn't seem to be for me. But with a mode like this coming into a racing game like Forza, that's actually something that would interest me and would entertain me in this space. So very interesting things happening in the Battle Royale scene. We're probably gonna see more of this in 2020, but probably not as much as you'd expect because maybe the next shift in focus isn't that far away and it's going to be fascinating to find out what the next big thing with regards to game modes is gonna be. Probably something in VR, that's my prediction. It's trivia time! Here we are, talking about Battle Royale. I didn't think I'd ever do that on this podcast, but here we are. Let's get on with the question. Dusty Depot is an area in which well-known Battle Royale game map? The answer is Fortnite, of course. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of free extra lives, I'm talking about the Game Festival. Now this is part of the Game Awards, which happened at the end of last week on December 12th. As of recording, I don't know who won any of the awards, but there's some nominations there for some indie games that I have mentioned on this show this year, including Kind Words and Slay the Spire. So good luck to them if they've already won. Congratulations. If they didn't, commiserations. 
in conjunction with the Game Awards, which is kind of like the Oscars for video games. It's been running since December 2014 and it's hosted by Jeff Keighley and he announced that this year they were going to be implementing a 48 hour event. So this is over. I'm talking about this now and it's over, but I don't know. I thought it would be good just to mention anyway that for 48 hours, the game festival would take place, which is going to happen on Steam. Well, it has happened on Steam and this showcased 13 upcoming demos of games that are going to be coming out in 2020 and you're going to be able to access them and play them for free. So if you were on Steam at the weekend and you noticed this, maybe you check some of them out. There was quite an extensive list there, including Skatebird, Carrion, The Drifter, Acid Knife, Heavenly Bodies, Haven, Wooden Nicket, Chicory, Roki, Moving Out, Spiritfarer, Eastwood, and a remake of System Shock, if you've ever played that one. I really like this incentive of just introducing a load of demos for people to play. Okay, it's limited time, and I'm talking about it now and it's all over, but in 2019, I think I've really developed that soft spot for playing demos again and getting to try out games in their earlier states without having that financial commitment. And it's something that I did all the time when I was younger. I used to buy computer magazines with the demo discs and spend so much time playing demos. It was just ridiculous getting so much pleasure and excitement and hype from playing those demo discs and finally getting my hands on the full release of the game if that game interested me. This might have caught your eye over the 12th and 13th of December. As I'm recording, it isn't actually live yet, so I haven't even got to try any of these games out yet. I'm really excited to fire up Skatebird, actually, Skateboarding and Birds. That's something that, I don't know, it just gets me all kind of tingly. Free demos, limited time. If you're listening to this, you miss them. So I'm sorry. It, it feels like a real downer to end the final segment of the year to be saying, oh yeah, there's all these demos, but if you're listening to this right now, you totally miss them. But I feel like if it's really popular, it's something that's going to reoccur every year. And that's going to be exciting as well to have that on the horizon towards the end of the year to try out some games that are going to be arriving the following year and to just generate the hype behind that as well. So yeah, the Game Awards, the Game Festival, it, it, it's over. It happened. But maybe next year? It's trivia time! So I'm kind of keeping on the theme of best-selling stuff because it's the festive period and I just feel like it's appropriate given this time of year. So here we go. Can you name the best-selling video game of all time? As of December 2019, is it Minecraft, Tetris, Grand Theft Auto 5, or Wii Sports? The answer is Minecraft! Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show, at the end of the year, the first year of Free Extra Lives. And I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to download, listen, give feedback about the show, game developers that I've spoke with closely over the last year. Thank you to my Patreons. We'll be back in January and who knows what will happen then. But I'm not going to ramble on too much at the end here 
but I just want to say thank you very much to everyone who has played a part in Three Extra Lives becoming what it has so far and I look forward to 2020 and growing this podcast even further. How did you do on the trivia today? Why not let me know over on social at Three Extra Lives. Always love to hear how you're doing on the trivia. I feel like Tell me your score for the entire year if you've been adding it up. I know some of you are crazy like that and do that. As always, you can email the show at podcast at 3 extralifescom If you've got any feedback about the show, let me know and I'll check my inbox in January and get back to you. <laughs> and as always, you can find the show notes for this level of 3 Extra Lives. Head over there and you'll find everything I've mentioned on this level so you don't have to go searching. And that's it, dear listener. The end has come. I thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you all in 2020 and in level 36. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. It's trivia time! So I never thought I would ask a Fortnite question on this show. Just gonna be honest, I never thought I would. But here we are. No, that I can't. That can't be the segue to the question because that's the answer to the question. Silly Tom. Definitely keep your eye out for that in the future for next year. Or no, this this year. No, next year. We're still in 2019. That's 2020. I'm getting confused. I'm getting really confused. I need a break. I need a. I need a holiday. <laughs>